0: Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator. HostGator is your all-in-one website hosting solution. So if you're starting a business website, you can't go wrong with HostGator. They have one-click WordPress install so you can get up and running in no time. And best of all, they have 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email to help you along the way. And you can get started for as low as $5 a month with their amazing deal here for The $100 MBA Show. Save 30% right now by just going to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show explores the question, are some customers better than others? Are all customers created equal for your business? This was a very, very popular episode that was aired a little over a year ago, so we brought it back for a rebroadcast. We talk about how do you actually get the right customers for your business? Because not all customers are created equal. Some cost you more money and time than they're worth. And that's just the reality. I'm not trying to be nasty here. You want to find the people that are in love with your product and are a perfect fit for you and your business. They're the ones that are going to be the best match the best value and the best ROI for you and your business. Now, they're not all going to be rock stars, but your job is to make sure that you try to minimize your duds. And in this episode, we get into how to do that and how to make sure you attract the right customer. Enjoy this one. I'll be back with a fresh new episode tomorrow. Get into it. show, the business podcast that keeps on giving you value every single day with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. In today's lesson, in today's show, you will learn are some customers better for your business than others? What do I mean by that? Are there some people, if they became your customer and loved what you do, greatly influence your market. Are these customers a bit more valuable? Are there people you should be going after? Are quote-unquote power users, people that have large audiences that will be using your products or services, provide more useful feedback? Or are these types of users the top names in your market? Really not that important And that any paying customer is really a great customer. We get into it, we get honest, and we talk about strategy. We talk about If this is the case, how do you reach out to these people? Let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. Whatever marketplace you're in, whether it's food, fitness, business, financial planning, gardening, entertainment, whatever it is, you have thought leaders in your marketplace, in your genre. You have people that are the celebrities of that marketplace. Now, they may not be famous in mainstream media, but in that genre, in that world, they're big time. Let me give you an example. In the business space, many people know Tim Ferriss. He's a best-selling author. He's got a great podcast, and he's a celebrity. Same thing with Gary Vaynerchuk. Same thing when it comes to Dory Clark or Amy Hoy. These people have made a name in their niche. They may not be mainstream celebrities, but their opinion matters in their market. I might say a name that you don't recognize but in that person's industry, they are world-class. They are famous. I might say somebody like Hans Zimmer. And you're like, who's Hans Zimmer? But he's one of the best composers when it comes to soundtracks in movies. You know his music, but you don't know his name. He's in the soundtrack to movies like Inception and Batman. But in that niche, he is a rock star. So if you have a product in that particular niche, these rock stars in these areas They can be a huge, huge benefit if they're a customer of yours, if they're a user of your product, not only because they can give you a great testimonial and to have that stardom power on your sales page. Yes, that is effective. And there are people that need that kind of social proof in order to make that commitment to kind of turn them to customers. When they see that on the sales page, they really think, hey, if this person likes the product, it must be great. But I want to go a little deeper than that. That's kind of just at the surface level. Getting people that are tastemakers, that are influencers in your marketplace, they're great people to give you great feedback. They're masters at their game. They've seen a lot. They've done a lot. So if they're using your product, they can really give you some great insight because they're serious about using your product. They're serious about their business. They're not dabblers. So their feedback is worth gold. And it's worth a whole lot more than a user that maybe is just dabbling with your product. It's not really serious with it, may not use it. They might, but even if they do, they won't be using it at the level of what a master would of somebody who's really serious and took their business or took their actual industry or their craft to another level. But for me, getting somebody who's accomplished something in your industry to use your products and services is a great way to get important feedback, useful feedback for improvement of your products and services. Now, the key part of this is that they actually use it, that they don't just endorse it and not use it. Because if they use it, say, for example, they use your software that you've created, people will see, hey, they use this software. They actually use it and they like it and it's a part of their business. I'm going to buy it because if it's good enough for this huge celebrity or this huge business that is going to be good for me, that's you know, a beginner. So the key here is if you get somebody to try your products and services, make sure they're actually using it. You have to make sure that you guide them through it. You give them a nice little introduction, a tutorial, if you will. You can get on Skype with them and follow up with them on a weekly basis. How can I help you? How can I get you to use it more? And ask them some really good questions so they can give you some feedback. So I know you might be asking, how do I get my influencers in my industry to use my products or services? And do I charge them for it? Do I give it to them for free? What do I do? Well, it depends on your product. The leverage, if they actually use your product, if it's, say, for example, a software, is a lot more effective. If it's a product, is a different story because people can't see them using the product. But they can recommend it on their site. They can talk about it. They can write about it. They can do a webinar with you about it. So it's still effective. So there are two things I want to cover here. One is how to get an influencer to use your product or service. And then two, should you charge them or not? So one, You got to reach out to them and show them why they should pay attention to you, why your product will help them out. Show them an ROI, a return on investment. In an earlier podcast, we talked about contentmarketing.io. That's a great site you can check out to find out people's Twitter handles or email addresses so you can reach out to them directly. You can also invest in just building a relationship. I really think building relationships is the backbone of a strong business. So find out where that tastemaker, where that influencer is going to be speaking at in the next event or attending and attend the same event. Maybe may want to reach out to them on Twitter or something beforehand and say, hey, I know you're going to Heroic Public Speaking, Michael Port's event. I'm going to be going too. I'd love to grab a coffee with you. Build a relationship and don't go on a hard sell and tell them about your products from the first moment you see them. Just build a relationship. See what you can do for them first. See if you can help them out outside of just offering your product or service. See if you can mention them in your blog post. See if you can mention them on your podcast and expose them to your audience. If you can't travel, that's fine. Build a relationship with them through their actual products or services or their website. Comment on their blog posts. Trust me, when we get comments from the same person over and over, we notice and realize this person is a contributor. This person actually cares and revisits our site. So that's one way. Be a customer of their things, be a customer of their products or services and get involved. Help them promote, maybe be an affiliate of their product or do it without commission, spread the word and let them know that you're spreading the word. So just by being part of their community, being part of their email list and contributing to their world, you can build a relationship. And once you have that relationship, then you can start discussing how you can help each other. Now, should you charge them or should you not charge them? to use your products or services. That's entirely up to you. There's two different schools of thought here. I know my buddy Chris Johnson over at Simply Films, he has his own thoughts on this. He charges full price and he works with pretty high celebrities, people like Ariana Huffington and Robert Greene from Mastery and 48 Laws of Power. These guys are huge, especially in his industry because he does animated trailers for books, for best-selling books. He actually helps them become best-sellers through his trailers. So he charges them full price because his theory is, hey. They can afford it. I'm gonna give them full price and I'm gonna do a great job and my work will speak for itself. That's one school of thought. And you can make that choice and that's fine. You can give a discount. You can give them a trial. You can say, hey, give it a try, whether it's a course or a software, and say, hey, here's my software. You can give it a try for two months. If you like it, great. If you don't, no problem. But if you do like it, would you mind paying for it after two months? <laughs> but the point here is, is that you're letting them do it risk-free. You're going to show them an ROI, show them a return on investment, or you can give it to them for free. That's an option. You can give them access for free. And I'll be honest with you. I've done all of these things. I've done the wide spectrum. I've charged people. I've given discounts and I've given access to our products, to influencers for free because I know the reach. I know that I would love to serve them and give them access to what I have because I know if they use it, I believe in my product. I know if they use it, they'll fall in love with it. And they'll tell others about it. And I know that in our industry, that means a lot. Guys, I got more on today's topic. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, HostGator. When it comes to your business website, you can't mess around. You got to go with HostGator. Why? Because they have everything under one roof. Design services, marketing services, hosting, backup, security, SSL certificates, you name it. If you need to change something in your website, you need to improve something in your website, you can reach out to them 24-7 via phone, chat, or email. It's like having your own tech team right by your side. And now's a great time to get started because you could save 30% off with a special discount for listeners of The $100 MBA Show. Get started for as low as $5 a month. Just go to hostgator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's hostgator.com slash MBA30. Guys, so wrap up today's lesson. There are members of your community that can be more advantageous to your business than you think. They could be customers that could really give you an edge, not only in terms of the exposure they can give you, but their feedback is very valuable. You can create a great product around the feedback that you get. These are people that are going to be using your product because they're doers. And remember, don't be afraid. Just stick to your guns and do what you believe in, whether it's charging them for the product, giving them a discount, or hey, really believing if I give them access for free, it'll mean something. Regardless of what it is, regardless of what choice you choose, You got to make sure they use your product or service, follow up with them and make sure you give them the support they need to make sure they implement and make it happen. All right, guys, that's the end of today's lesson. Guys, every single week, we give away a lifetime membership. And all you got to do to enter our weekly random draw is to leave us an iTunes rating and review. It takes two minutes, and all you got to do is just click on the cover art if you're on your iPhone, and you'll see a link that says, give us a rating and review. Click on that link, and the rest is a piece of cake. If you're on your computer, just go to 100mba.net slash show. All the instructions are right there, or go to 100mba.net slash iTunes. We make it super easy for you to give us some love. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson and today's episode. But I want to leave you with this. If allowing somebody to use your product or service will mean building a relationship with somebody who could be a mentor to you or somebody that can really give you some advice or a few steps ahead of you, that's a great exchange. I can't stress how important building relationships is in business. It's human nature. We like working with people that we enjoy spending time with, people that we know, people that we trust. So by default, we're going to want to do business with those people. So take the time to consider that when you're looking at who can use your products and services. All right, guys, I hope that helps. and hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.